Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday, everybody. I'm Holly Fry. And I'm Tracy V. Wilson. Oh, we got to talk a lot about Hawaii this week, Tracy. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know it's one of your favorite places that you love so much. I love it so much. I can't even describe it. Hawaii changed the way I vacation. Yeah. uh, Which I have maybe talked about on the show before. But prior to that, most of our vacations were like running vacations where we would be like, let's go and I'll run a half marathon in this city and we'll also explore the city. And then for our our anniversary one year, we went to Hawaii. We went, we went to Oahu, incidentally, and like we did nothing. It was the first yeah. time I had ever done nothing on a vacation. And I was like, wait, you mean I don't have to get up at three in the morning and put on my shoes and warm up and go run a bunch of... This is how we vacation from now on. It changed my life. The story of Duke Kahanamoku... It was very appealing to me for a number of reasons, obviously. But one of the ones that I really thought was important about his story is how clearly it illustrates the ways that people assume that they know how someone who is in the public spotlight lives, Mm -hmm. right? We presume that if you are famous, you are also wealthy and your life is fairly easy and people give you things and take care of you. And this evidence is that that is often not the case, In the case of Duke Kahanamoku, there is a racist element to that, right? Like, he went to Hollywood and struck out, whereas Johnny Weissmuller went to Hollywood and made it big. He talked later in his life about how Jim Thorpe suffered a similar situation, where it was like after the Olympics, he didn't have a lot of options because the things that he may have been able to succeed in, he was not allowed access to because he was not white. Right, Um, right. Which is is really interesting. Um, We also talked, you and I talked before we started recording about like the whole tangled mess of assimilation and how that has always been perceived in very similar ways to what we've talked about before. Yeah. Uh, We have talked uh, in a number of previous episodes about basically when a colonized people was trying to figure out how to survive um, not everybody having the same opinion on the best way to do that and having, uh, you know, one part of a community thinking, okay, maybe if we assimilate with this to at least some extent, we will be able to survive. And then other people within the community thinking basically the opposite of that, like, let's retain our culture at all costs. And I always feel like like I am a, a white woman talking from the safety of my house where I live and have none of these pressures on me. So, like, I don't really feel like I ever... Uh, have space to judge those things, but it's right. also a tangle at the same time. Yeah, it's, it seems there's this extra layer to it in the Hawaiian scenario, too, where I think so much of Hawaiian culture is about being relaxed and cool with everybody and that there was a very... Um, there seemed to be, at least again, from my perspective, reading on it, Mm-hmm. A very concerted effort to maintain that image to the whole world. Right. Um, and so that gets into a whole other thing where, like, no, we have to be the nicest, coolest, best, most relaxed and accepting. And that also means part of this, but that caused a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, as well, obviously. Um, it's also really interesting. I watched, there's a an episode of This Is Your Life about Duke. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about this. That was filmed, uh, I think, in the, 1950s. He was already married. Um, 
And it's really interesting because I was, one, bless the host, you can see sort of that same, the way Victorian exoticism uh, wanted to, like, you know, assimilate its language in, to include other cultures and felt like they were being inclusive, but really there was a whole weird mm-hmm. construct going on there. There's a similar thing going on there, and bless him, Duke rolls with the whole thing, where, like, the host keeps calling it Hawaii, and I'm like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this Listeners is, can't see the face I just made. This is easy to see online, this episode. Um but it is really interesting. And one thing that really struck me was uh, Duke's sister Bernice talking about the day they all became American citizens and how proud they were of that. And I'm like, were you really? Or are you just being super nice because you're a super nice person? Yeah. Um, and we don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that, that whole family seemed incredibly nice and kind. Right. Um, I will not go into specifics because it's way too adult for this podcast, but I did tell you also about a quote from Duke's brother that we cannot use Mm -hmm. about Duke's relationship with tourist young women. (laughs) But basically confirming that he played the field a lot. Yeah, like that's also become a stereotype, right? Of Of the having the fling with the hot swimming instructor. Yes. You also mentioned the sleeping. <laughs> yeah, so much napping. I'm I'm on board. I mean, I number one, if you're an athlete, sometimes you got to take the nap when you can get it. <laughs> but also, yeah, that just wasn't just about athleticism so for him. I know he was so, into I naps. Love it so much, though. There is a really good nap story that I saved for this. Yeah, tell me. So we mentioned in the episode that at one point to try to make ends meet, he had taken a job as an underwater inspector for the city government, mm-hmm. which meant that he would put on his scuba gear and, like, go down and inspect, like, the pilings underneath docks and stuff. He fell asleep underwater once. Oh, my goodness. Like, the, <laughs> the the person that was working with him expected him... Like, it sounds like... I could be misremembering the details, but it sounds like they were moving on land from spot to spot and, like, signaling back and forth with Duke, who was underwater, and they got to the next spot, and Duke never showed up and never showed up. And they went back, and he had just curled up in his scuba gear underwater, sleeping away, having a naparoo. That seems terrifying to me. (laughs) As a person with lifelong insomnia, this is just a majestic unicorn of a concept. I'm like, yeah. you mean you just closed your eyes and you were asleep? What is that? How does... (laughs) Yeah. I should also mention it's less fun, but that um, that statue of Duke at Waikiki is not universally loved. Yeah. Because of the way it's positioned, which is that Duke is facing towards the city and away from the beach. Hmm. And there were several people that said, like, if you ever took lessons from Duke, and he would just casually teach people, like, even if it was not a formal lesson and he was not getting paid, if he saw someone, like, struggling with a surfboard on the beach, he would be like, do you want some pointers? Like, and they often wouldn't even know, like, oh, an Olympian is literally standing here teaching me how to surf and swim in the waters of Hawaii. Right. Um, But he would tell people and told apparently several people, like, you never turn your back on the water. Like, just so you maintain aware situational awareness. And so the fact that his statue is turned with its back to the water really troubles some people. Yeah. And that he is facing, like, all of the kind of tourist parts of Waikiki and not the natural part of Waikiki is, yeah. uh, you know, not something everyone loves. So keep that in mind if you go visit. 
I encourage everyone who can, has any opportunity to, to go visit Hawaii and Oahu in particular is, just, uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, so before the pandemic started, uh, I think Hawaiian Airlines announced that they were starting direct service from Boston to Hawaii. And I had this moment where I was like, should we go to Hawaii? We had a yes. different vacation planned for that year. So it was not something that was possible. Um, and then the then the pandemic started. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm definitely not getting on an airplane to fly any place at this moment. Yeah, we were supposed to go to Hawaii this year because um, I am turning 50 this year, and two days after that, Brian's mom turns 80, and we were all going to go for that. Oh, goodness. Just not going to happen now. Yeah. Um, it's also our our 25th anniversary at the end of the year, so we may see if that will work. Yeah. Um, but I certainly have my list of all the things I want to do. Sometimes yeah. we do just nothing, and that's great. <laughs> I have my same beautiful breakfast every morning. And yeah. Then we just see what happens. I take naps on vacation in Hawaii. Yeah. It's magical. Like I said, I, I know that's an incredibly privileged thing to be able to do. So I hope if anyone has the opportunity, they seize it because it really is a spectacular place and like just beautiful. And I always get in great conversations with people that live there and they're so willing to like teach you about the land and they'll tell you where their secret hangouts are on where the beaches are like not the touristy beaches and it's just really wonderful so yeah love so much yeah. love so much love for Hawaii <laughs> um if you uh are having a weekend that is a real weekend and not a work weekend we hope it's wonderful if you're working we hope everyone is nice to you and that you have as little stress as possible uh to honor that Hawaiian spirit maybe take a nap yeah <laughs> In honor of Duke Kahanamoku, who I, like I said at the top of that two-parter, was delightful to research because he really was not a jerk. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't find yeah. any dirt on that man. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, subscribe if you wish. We'll be here every Friday with our little shorty insights into how we research the week's episode and, and what we loved about it. Uh, and, more. and sometimes so, random other stuff. Sometimes random other stuff. Let's all go to Hawaii. Uh, maybe we'll do a stuff you missed in history class trip to Hawaii one day. Ooh. I would do it. I think that sounds like a grand plan. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, we hope you all take care and we'll see you back here next week. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.